Amen. Yesterday I had the opportunity, uh, um, I went to Florida yesterday on a quick trip to see a friend of mine that um, is dealing with brain cancer, and um, and yeah, tell me about it, and um, Kevin went with me, and we um, ministered to a good friend of mine, and we've been friends for many years, and um, I wasn't going, I, I had, um, he had, he had, um, we became friends, I bought two horses from him years ago, and, um, and ever since then, we just remained friends, and we, and then when I got into bulls, he wanted to, he wanted to buy some bulls, and, and, um, get into that, and, um, so, I've sold him a few cows, and, um, he's, he's been doing that a little bit, and, and so I had two that had to go to that needed to go to his place, and, and he had had somebody coming to get them, and um, but the man never showed up, and um, never could get lined out to to pick them up and take them to Florida, and um, so I talked to Kevin. I said, "Can you do you mind if you know?" I said, I, "I really don't have time to go. I got so much going on. I really don't have time to go down there. I'd rather you know if I can get somebody to go with you. Would you take them down there?" And he said, "Yeah, I'll take them." And so. Um, we had that lined up, and I was. We went to Auburn Monday afternoon to um, to make sure all their tests and everything was good before they went across the state line. And I called John, and I told him, I said, "We're we're on our way to Auburn, and we're um, getting the cows tested, and and you know, um, we'll we'll deliver them tomorrow." And um, he said, "Okay, great." He said, "I said, how you doing?" And I I'm also, I hope I say it right. But he said, not too good, but I'm anxious to see you, and I'm anxious to talk to you. And I was on the speakerphone on the truck, and I just looked at Kevin, and Kevin went, you're going to Florida tomorrow. I said, yeah. So 4.30 yesterday morning, we left to head to Florida and got back last night at 9 o'clock. But it's, it's something when you bring hope to somebody. The Jesus in you brings hope to somebody. See, when we talk about a new mindset, and when we talk about being kingdom people, and when we talk about, you know, Renewing our mind and all the things that we've been talking about. How important it is that we're not just churchgoers. Last week I asked you that question, why did you come? Why are you here? We're not just churchgoers. Something has been implanted in us called the Holy Spirit. When you ask Jesus into your heart, he came in and He lives inside of you. Okay? And what you carry, what you carry is so important. We showed the video, uh, and thank you for all the comments. A lot of you made a lot of comments. I got several texts and just thanking, thanking us for, for showing that. But, you know, we, we showed the, on, on being offended. And, 
and, and how that's a choice. After, offense is going to come, but the way you respond to it is, is the choice. And, you know, and as, as we think about that, it, it's so important that, that I don't walk around offended. I don't want to carry offense. Travis was asking me what the video was on, and I said, on offense. And <laughs> he said, and he's got to thinking about it, and he was like, well, like you mean, Brother Rodney, straddling the fence? I said, no, offense. <laughs> he said, I ain't used to this southern talk yet. <laughs> so I'm not talking about a fence with bulls behind it. I'm talking about offense in uh, my southern twang. But, but I, can't, I can't walk around offended and be a vessel fit for the master's use. I used to pray that every day. That used to be one of my main prayers growing up as a, as a young person at Shady Woods and at Ladonia. I can remember asking the Lord, Father, I want to be a vessel fit for the Master's use. See, He didn't create us. We weren't created to just be human beings on an earth. There's a purpose behind everything, why we were created, who we were created to be, all of those things. And then what we carry day by day is so important. Because you can either carry encouragement, you can carry hope, or if you're a negative person, you can carry negativity. And I walked into a room yesterday, a little after lunch, of a man that was just, that the enemy has just eat up with negativity. Not negative, but he's just, he's, he's, he's lost all hope. And I assured him and I spoke. And you say, how can you do that, brother? I, I, you, listen, forgetting those things which are behind, I press forward. And I'm going to keep believing. And I'm going to keep believing for you. And I'm going to keep believing for John. And I looked at him and he said, what do I do? I said, John, you trust God. And I know that sounds like, but I'm telling you, you trust God you got to trust God. And when those thoughts come to your mind, when you feel like I said, you, you pick up the telephone and you call me. You call me. Because I'm going to speak truth to you. I'm not going to speak. I'm not going I'm I'm, I'm to do. I'm going I'm to be humble. I'm not humble. I'm going to be courteous. That ain't the word I'm looking for. Carter, will you hand me my water right there, please? I can jump down, if you don't mind, that first one. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a heart of compassion. That's the word I was looking for. But I'm going to encourage you with truth until you take your last breath. Amen, Nita Boatner? We ain't going to quit. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep believing until the Lord says... And then even after that, we'll question it and we'll ask that you raise him up. And that's okay too. And so as I was ministering to John yesterday, I said, John, when you get depressed, and I know you are, and I know you're struggling because you're hurting, constant hurting in his back. I said, you pick up the phone. So I want to ask you tonight, what are you doing with church? 
What are you doing with the stuff you're learning, if you're learning anything? What are you, what are you, what are you doing with it? Is it, just, is it just for you and no more? Just for your family and no more? Or are you, or are you giving stuff out? We're talking about authentic love. Authentic love. What, what are you giving out as you go about your day-to-day? When your name is mentioned, see, see, when we talk about a place that loves God, loves people, embraces excellence, and make a difference, you know, I'm looking for you. That, that ain't just me. That's for all of us. That, that we're loving God first, and we're loving people, and we're going to do it to the best, very best of our ability, and when we do, we're going to make a difference in somebody's life. So what are you doing with the stuff that you're learning throughout the week when you're studying at home and when you're eating at home? What are you doing when, when I challenge you? What are you doing with a message like Sunday night? You know, have you, have you thought about offense? Have you, have you struggled? You know, I mean, how many has already had an opportunity to be offended? You know, you just already had a chance. Yeah. And listen, let me say this. The Holy Spirit just dropped this in there. Be patient with yourself. Okay? You didn't get that way overnight, and you ain't. You may not. You might. I'm not saying you want. I don't got where I don't say nothing about God, because God can do whatever He wants to. <laughs> I don't got where I just don't say it may not. It, it won't happen. No. It might happen, but it may be a journey, too, that you've got to walk out of getting to where, where you're offended, you, you address it, bam, right then. And I want to challenge you to do that. I love what he said the other night. Pray before you post. That was good. That was real good the other night. Pray before you post. Boy, we are living in a day, aren't we? My account, my Facebook, I'm so... no. Uh, uh. Got hacked yesterday. I don't know who all's, what all that is. I don't even know what that means. But, but I'm so sick of all that mess. But it's just the era that we live in. You know, don't get offended, Rodney. Move on. But, but I want to challenge you. When, when, when stuff comes, address it. Deal with it. When the enemy tries to do something, deal with it. Don't let it linger inside of you. It'll eat you up. Deal with this stuff as it comes. And so I challenge you to do that. But I want to ask you again, and then I'm going to um, make a comment or two, and then we'll go home. i got to get to the message. Um, but I want to ask you again, what are you giving out every day? What vibe do you give off? What vibe do you give off? Are you giving out hope? Is the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart pleasing in His sight? I was going to talk a little bit about Joseph tonight. <clears throat> and I'll close out with this. If you had not read the story of Joseph lately, I challenge you to read the, read the story of Joseph. 
If anybody had the, the, <laughs> the right to be offended, Joseph had it. Joseph had the right. Just cause, listen, and see, y'all, most of y'all don't know this because y'all are not the favorite. But see, I know how that feels when you're the father's favorite. There's a dear lady in Crowheart. <clears throat> Every time I say that, Miss Georgia, she'll just she'll speak up. No, you're not. I am or something. She's. But listen, Joseph. Everywhere Joseph went, following the father. Sold by his brothers, rejected by his brothers and sold. Goes from pit to pinnacle. And I won't go through his whole life. But God had a plan. And had he stayed, a, had, and I'm not going to say he wasn't there, wasn't times, it had to be. He's a human being. He wasn't, he wasn't you know. So we're not going to sit here and say that he didn't have any issues. Yeah, I bet he did. But he didn't let those things deter him. He was always working through it. And in the end, I love this verse in chapter 50, um, yeah, chapter 50 of Genesis, verse 20. And he says, but as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring it about, as is this day, to save many people alive. Now, you know the story. Joseph was in charge of the grain in the end. And his daddy and his family back was suffering from hunger, would, be, would have been hungry. But because what God done, Joseph, and because of Joseph's attitude and Joseph's mindset, the mindset that we've got to have, that we need to operate in, not being offended, having, having unconditional love, and everywhere we go, everywhere Joseph went, he carried something. When he got to Potiphar's house, Potiphar put him in charge. When he got put in prison, what was he was in charge of the prison. Everywhere he went, why? Because he carried something. Okay? So you're not just coming to church just to hear me preach. You're not just coming to hear somebody speak or teach. That's part of it. But I'm coming so I can, just like I prayed over them precious babies. I'm coming so I can change my mind from what the world says I should be thinking about to where I have a kingdom mind because I'm going to have a kingdom mind because God can use a kingdom mind. And when things aren't that look like they need to be, instead of me thinking like the world thinks, I'm going to think like the kingdom thinks. And I'm going to see God do some things. I'm going to see God use me. And it may not be on the scale of, of a Joseph, but it might be on the scale of a Rodney to where you just walk in the room and there's hope. There's hope. You may not save many people. You might. Tell them what God will do. Let me tell you something. To me, John was just important as Benjamin was to Joseph, his little brother. Because he's my friend and Joseph and Benjamin were brothers. So I just want to challenge you in this last minute. I want to challenge you. You're carrying something. You're carrying something. And I want you to carry authentic love. I want you to carry Jesus. I want you to carry hope. 
I want you to carry all of those things. Because God will take it and he'll use it. And he'll bless many just as he did in Joseph's life. Stand together. Father, I, I pray for those you're healing. And we give you praise for, for what you're doing. But Lord, I lift up those who are struggling. And Lord, as we come in contact with these people. Lord, give us a, a, a sense of encouragement, a sense of hope, a love, an authentic love to where we, we, we they just feel your presence. They will know you belong to me by the way that you love. By the way you carry yourself. So Father in the name of Jesus. I just I release that over this house. Lord I want this house to be a house. Of just authentic love. Of, of hope givers. Of life givers. That Lord we speak life into people. Lord I thank you for the opportunity I had this morning. To talk to a man. And Lord I was able to speak life to him. Lord, there's hurting people that feel like nobody cares. And Lord, we can't save the whole world, but we can save one. We can love on one. So, Father, as we continue this study on authentic love and, and just being authentic, just being real ourselves, Lord, I, I pray that we would, would that we would grow in our in what we're carrying we'd grow in that and then as we encounter situations the kingdom is present Lord it was noised that you were in the house the scripture says Lord, your word says that we'll do greater works than you did. So, Lord, as we go, help us to be a true representation of who you are. And let it be noise because we were there that Jesus was in the house. Not calling ourselves Jesus. But there was a presence in there that whoever can, that, that you brought in here that just left something in this room. And Lord, that's the presence of the Holy Spirit. So I thank you and I bless you. Bless everyone in this house. Bless everyone in this house. Bless our shut-ins. Bless those who are sick with the flu. Jennifer. Jennifer's homesick and Lizzie's homesick. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch their bodies. Touch their bodies. And protect those who are taking care of them, Father. Protect those. We love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name.